Paul, I've been really into tacos lately. Yes. I'm done with burritos. A burrito <laughs> is a carb diaper. <laughs> oh, it's so delicious. But yes, you're right. So a few weeks back, I was having me some Taco Bell and I bit into a hard taco and the first couple bites seemed fine, but then it felt like as much as I chewed, it felt like I wasn't making any real headway at tearing it apart in my mouth. <laughs> no. Then I thought, wait a minute. And I reached into my mouth and pulled out an empty packet of hot sauce. Oh, my God. I've been chewing on for like four bites. That's ridiculous. Because the, for the first couple, I was like, still feels like a taco. <laughs> oh, God. But it just didn't end up that way because it wasn't a taco. Did you make use of the hot sauce? I had already made use. I had squirted the hot sauce on said taco. <laughs> oh, I see. So I'd like ripped it open, squirted it, just kind of dropped it into the wrapper. Oh, I see. It's all you, basically. Uh, I think we should get this show started, man. I think so, too, Paul. Who's first on this week's podcast? First up is Terracotta Blue. Here on Hometown Sounds.
Paul, I think it's been a little while since we've had some serious bleeps and bloops on the podcast. <laughs> I was feeling it, man. I heard that song and was like, yes, I need to put that one on the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hometown Sounds podcast. We show you how DC rocks. I'm Paul Vodra. I'm Tony Pareco. And that was Terracotta Blue with a brand new song called Rio Red Hot. At long last, we are bringing Terracotta Blue back to the podcast because we last featured him on the podcast in 2016 with a song called Dirge. He's such a prolific musician. Oh my gosh. Say more about that, Paul. Yeah, I mean, he has steadily released albums, EPs, and singles of electronic music ranging from lo-fi hip-hop, down-tempo chill, and dance music. And yeah, I mean, it's just a, a steady stream, and we always check it out. And uh, I'm so glad that it's finally back up. This song is not part of an album or EP. It is just a single. It's up on Bandcamp for a buck. And uh, there was something about this that kind of reminded me of some like late 90s, like trance, electronica. I'm thinking of Banco de Gaia and BT. And it might be my memory of it. And if I actually went back to listen to them, I might be like, oh, nope, that's not it. So something about it. I really like the tempo of it. It's nice and fast. And maybe this rubs some people the wrong way, but there's that repetitive like kind of melody line. And I love it. I noted on Terracotta Blues releases, in February 2019, he put out a collection called Music to Uber Buy. <laughs> and that made me think, Paul, have you ever asked if you can put on your own music in an Uber? I would never do that. Me neither. <laughs> I haven't because I'm conflict avoidant. Yeah. But I have been in Ubers where people have made a thing, like, can I put on my music? I just think it's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Yeah, I completely agree. Plus, like, you just don't know what this other person who's driving the car feels like about music or anybody else that happens to be in the car with you. I just feel like that's oppressive. Paul, also before the start of the show, we were lamenting about how there's just nothing going on. Like, every day is the same. And I, I, I was introduced to a new word just a few days ago by my, by my dear bestie, Rebecca. And she referred to every day as Blur's Day. Yes. Which I, I think is a, another great entry, like living at work. <laughs> God, yeah, exactly. That is totally true. I must say that I think what's important in these strange times is to come up with things that are a little special and that can break up the monotony. And so one thing that I have been doing periodically is DJing some mashups, because that's what I like to do. Uh, I have a little thing that I call Lockdown Mashup. I do an hour-long live DJ set of some of my favorite mashups, get some new ones, play some old ones, and uh, I try to broadcast it live. And then to anybody that couldn't tune in or didn't know about it at the time, I archive it and pretty soon I'm going to post the new episode. So I've done four of them. And last Friday, I did episode five. And between episodes four and five, four I did kind of in early July. Between those times, I did not get the memo that Instagram Live was no longer a thing for DJing. How did you find this out? And what are the ramifications of this? Well, I found it out while broadcasting live and it was a train wreck. So basically, there is now a, a copyright bot that's listening and deciding that it doesn't like some of your stuff. So, so I got booted off about six times in an hour. Uh, a few times were for like uh, we stopped getting your feed or something, you know, some some technical network glitch or something. But a few times it was like, oh, we detected that you're playing copyrighted music. So, uh, so that was a bummer. Uh, a bunch of people, you know, kept trying to log in and and listen, but 
it was it was very difficult for everybody. So apparently now everybody's on Twitch. That's what I I'd heard as well. And I mean, I have a Twitch account. I haven't really used it for very much. And I'm just, I mean, the reason that I liked going on Instagram and originally the first time Facebook, but that didn't last long at all, is because that's where the people are. That's where the people that I want to connect with and play music for are. And then it's very easy for them to, oh, I got Instagram. Oh, I got Facebook, you know, to fire it up and, and click on it and then they're in. But I don't think very many people have, have Twitch unless they're really into video games or are possibly into this, you know, live DJing thing. Yeah, I really think you're just going to hit hit a much smaller niche of the people in your life who are also into video games. <laughs> right, exactly. I kind of like some video games, but I have never used Twitch to watch people play video games because I am Gen X and we think that's insane. You would just watch people play video games. Insane. Paul, have you ever played Fortnite? I've never played Fortnite. Interesting. Yeah. I've played Fortnite. I get sniped like within like five seconds, like time. <laughs> Did you hear, by the way, that you know there's this big kerfuffle with uh, Epic Games who make Fortnite and Apple, and they're they're having a big legal battle, and they're Apple's threatening to terminate their developer accounts and everything, and um, they've kicked Fortnite off the App Store, and so now people are selling iPhones that have Fortnite already on it. Wow! For like thousands of dollars. Can you sum up what the legal dispute is about? Why is uh, Fortnite no longer in the App Store right now? Basically, they want to not use Apple's payment system and give them 30% of the cut. Got it. They want to do their own payment. They want to take all the money and they want to cut Apple out. And so it's a big fight about money. So when that nine-year-old buys a skin, they want all that cash. Exactly. All of it. So, you know, it's crazy. Whatever. So stay tuned for more mashups on Twitch is the moral of that story. Love it, love it. Paul, should we keep the show going? We should, man. Who's next? Maddie May. Sorry that your boyfriend looks at me. But it isn't my responsibility. To try to make myself ugly. So that your man can stay looking at you. I didn't even know you were a thing Because your man said nothing about you
a good face off square off song you know like someone bragging or just saying something in a bold fashion to someone else's face that song was called sorry about your boyfriend by maddie may maddie may is the music of madison hicks and maddie may emailed us introducing herself saying i'm an indie folk rock musician living out on a big farm in remington virginia i'm releasing an ep quiet corners on september 2nd 2020 my partner listens to your podcast, Hometown Sounds, and really wanted me to submit my music to you. I hope you'll consider my songs. Thanks for keeping my partner company while he makes us dinner. <laughs> Which, Paul, you and I didn't talk about why this is a great email, but I think because it references someone doing a thing that podcasts were kind of made for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, in, in these times when we don't have commutes really a lot anymore, chores are often what we do while we listen to podcasts. And so getting your podcast listening in is a good excuse for doing some chores. So thanks a lot, Maddie May, for sending in your song. We were thrilled to play it. Also, I got to say, and this is maybe an odd thing for me to say, I kind of love the swearing in that song. It's great when it's just once. Yeah, it, 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 like, it really punctuates it. The music and the vocals are kind of sweet. And then... When the, when the swearing comes in, it's a little jarring and I like it. It's sassy. Yes. Paul, should we keep the show going? Yeah, man. Next up on the podcast is Tanner Carlton. Tea and vinyl, won't you? And this crazy week that we're surviving something never seen before so Freely final, won't you find me somewhere I can go inside my head and repair all these fractures? Now I can see what you mean to me freely to some degree. I was deep in melody Open all the windows 
Carlton with a track called Freely Vinyl. Tanner writes, this song is about healing yourself with good tea and beautiful music. It's got to be really good tea for me because I just, I kind of just can't stand the stuff. Oh man, I drink at least one cup of tea every day. Most, I have two. I have one in the morning, I have one in the afternoon. I kind of had to give up on coffee for a little bit because it was kind of tearing me up inside. So I switched to tea and now uh, I'm really happy about it. So that uh, that song was really moving me for that. Tanner also writes that uh, regarding his music, my sound floats between rock, jazz, folk, and classic R&B. And I think all of those influences were on display in that really great number. Tanner also has a role running a music label and podcast network called Rixie. Paul, they actually have a twice-weekly gaming podcast called Debuff that you can check out. Come on, Paul. Don't you want to hear people talk about The Last of Us 2? Or Final Fantasy VII Remake. Those are the only two games I can, I can name that have come out in the last year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm down. I'm down for listening to people gush about video games. Tanner is also one of the hosts of another Rixie podcast called The Daily Rec, where every day he or someone else at Rixie will discuss something they recommend. Episodes are around five minutes. It could be an app, a game, a TV show, a movie, a podcast. In fact, this past February, Tanner did an episode recommending our podcast, which was such a treat and a highlight. It was so great. I loved it. You can buy that song for a dollar on his Bandcamp page, and I think you should. Cool, cool. Who's next on the podcast, Paul? Next up is Columbia Breakers.
again Who said that I want to brother But my soul won't take me on back to bed I'm here when you need that voice to come Show the fact that you're ever strong It's real, it's now no matter how we plan Let the light shine through, I tell you stand I know it's all changed as the days went on But you and me boys, they can come along I fought hard then, but not as we go The peace and the joy, it's all ever known Columbia Breakers with a track called Brother You Are. What thrills me about that song is just, you know how in basketball they say it's all about the fundamentals? Oh, yeah. I think that this song is all about the fundamentals of knowing good rock guitar playing. It's like every single skill in that song that you need to play good rock guitar is in that song. And then in the guitar solo, I was thinking to myself, is he going to shred? Is he going to shred? Yeah, he shreds! Giving you what you want, man. Yep. Columbia Breakers is the music of Hank Murphy. Uh, Hank emailed us to let us know about this song, which is swell. Regarding the band's name, Hank wrote the following. Quote, origin, colon, District of Columbia, surf break, to honor my younger days as a local skateboarder. I didn't quite understand what this meant, what a surf break is. So I googled surf break skateboarding, and I still didn't really get an immediate answer explaining it but i did have a fun time reading the box in the google search that contains questions that people also ask yeah and i'd like to share those with you now all right let's do it is skateboarding good for surfing all right is surfing harder than skateboarding oh yes what skateboard is most like surfing (laughs) and finally is it okay to skate goofy yes which i didn't know what that one meant but i love getting these little snippets into what other people are thinking (laughs) <laughs> what other people are asking the internet if it's okay. Yeah, I like that the uh, the logo of the band has a little skateboard right in the middle of it. Doing an ollie, which I could never I could never do an ollie. It it just seemed like magic that you could <laughs> pop the board up and then like pop yourself off of the board. It seems like kung fu to me. <laughs> I could totally get that. I will say too that um skateboarding is one of the more safe uh, outdoor activities you can do nowadays as long as you are, you know, keeping your distance and not hanging out with uh with your friends you haven't seen in a long time. You know, it it's uh what I'm saying is maybe you should take it back up again, Columbia Breakers. Who's next on the podcast, Paul? Next up, Night Train 357. Start a movement, grew up round drugs and the hoods and the burbs, hustling on the corner and the bullies in the schools. Sounds a bit redundant, but I gotta speak my truth. Man. Didn't 
want attention, so I did my best to duck down a bust and loose. Chuck Brown called the sack to uptown. Went to high school, wasn't cool, but I don't give a fuck now. Round here, when you really don't care, be prepared for a definite stare. Wish I had a time machine so I could tell a younger me to keep those middle fingers waving up in the air. But now we're in the present, and my past is filled with lessons. For a highway to hell or a stairway to heaven, it's really all dependent how the pendulum swings. But one thing, I'm just pretending I don't want a happy ending. I'm from black music. Okay. I'm from the Middleton family reunion. Yeah. I'm from the influence of Saturday morning cartoons, eating cookie crisps until the afternoon. Cleaning the gutters off the roof, and anytime I wasn't grateful, my mama whooped my ass and then sent me to my room. Hey, kids, have school would treat you like shit because they're probably just as insecure as you. I'm from the county where blacks have the most success in the U.S., but honestly, they still treat you like you're useless when your color's not an issue. They find new ways to divide and take pride in trying to make you feel stupid. Like, why you draw so much? Why you so bright? Why you don't play basketball? Why you talk white? Here's a question. Why don't you mind your business instead of telling me how to live my life? That's right. That's right. Where you at? Where you at? a song by Night Train 357 from the album The Nightlife. You can buy it right now on Bandcamp and you can snag the vinyl there too. Uh, although there is a, a little note that says due to the COVID-19 scenario, they're not shipping right now, but soon the shipping will resume. And in the meantime, you can get it digitally. The production on the album comes from ADST Music and Artemis friend Artemis, who was on the podcast a couple months ago. Uh, we last featured Night Train 357 on the podcast almost exactly a year ago with the song Cosmic Cruise, which also appears on this album. And that song features Cecily, who was also on the podcast a couple months ago, along with Artemis. So we're all one big happy family, really, is what it comes down to. Uh, I want to also point out 
cruising through Night Train 357's social media feed. In June, he had a song called Balance It All, which originally appeared on a 2016 EP he put out called Midnight Expression. He had this song featured on a compilation called Got Kidney Volume 2, which is a compilation for organ donor awareness that is available at gotkidney.bandcamp.com. Man, there's a there's a comp for everything. There is. But I was super excited to find out about that because some people know I am actually a kidney donor. And uh, I think that it's an awesome thing to be able to do that for somebody. And if anybody is thinking about it, then I highly recommend, you know, figuring out if that's going to work out because it's a really cool thing. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast. If you are still on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we are too. It's at Hometown Sounds. We have a website, hometownsoundsdc.com. We got music videos, podcasts, and other good stuff up there. We have an email address. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. Keep sending us your music. Yeah, that's what we like. Uh, we like finding out what's going on because, you know, here's the thing. We used to go to a lot of live music and and see people and, and see other people and find out about, you know, the things that were happening. And now that's not happening anymore. So it's a little bit harder to find out about the music. So we need you to send it to us because, of course, the important thing is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live someday. Someday. And we have one last track for you on this episode of the podcast. This is Soul Power All-Stars. This is the lead-off track from a new EP called Lome Connections in Hi-Fi that you can buy now on Bandcamp. It's also on vinyl, if that's your thing. The song we're going to feature is called Vaseda, and it features Ilike. Soul Power All-Stars are a DJ and production collective featuring DJs Mark Maestro, Stylus, Deep Sang, and percussionist Herman Farahi. We last featured Soul Power on the podcast about a year ago. The song Take Heed. This song, Vaseda, features... Masama Dogo and Frank Martins of the DC Afrobeat band Ilike, who we have also featured on this podcast way back in 2012, which was like probably the first year doing this podcast. So we are taking this way back. And if you're wondering about the title of the EP, Lome Connections in Hi-Fi, Lome is the capital and largest city of the West African nation Togo and members of Ilike hail from there. So this is a bit of a bridge between the capital of Togo and the capital of America. So there was a line in the song's description on Bandcamp that got me, and it read as follows, quote, the Vase dub increases the slap factor, and I like the idea that we can measure exactly how hard something slaps. <laughs> yes, the slap-a-meter. <laughs> yeah, the, the EP that this comes from is is a bit more targeted to DJs. There's there's a dub of this song and a few remixes and some some rare stuff. But this song uh, is really, really fun. And uh, this the vibe, this song and the first song from this podcast really make me want to go out dancing again. That's probably like, you know, when people talk about what are we, what are we going to do when everything is back to normal? That's I'm going dancing. No question. So I hope to see you all there. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. We will see you all next time.
Ne a trova 